What if you could do something to better the odds in your favor when it comes to an emergency situation like a drowning? That's where our next guest comes in this afternoon. Uh, Her name is Abby Fitzsimmons. Abby is a Calgary mother, uh, also currently a nursing student at Mount Royal University. Abby, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, and so t- tell us your story, Abby. You, you, you reached out to us and wanted to come on uh, the radio show to talk about the, the importance of what? What skill do you think so many people need to learn? Basic BLS CPR, which is basic life-saving CPR. Basic life-saving CPR. And, and, and why, why did you decide to reach out to us? Well, so only a few weeks ago, I myself took a... BLS CPR course because it's prerequisite for the nursing program at Mount Royal as I start the program here in September, so just a week from now. And then a couple of weeks after that, my son unfortunately did have a drowning incident oh. and I was able to use the tools that I learned in that class to save his life. Oh, wow. And is your son okay? So, yes, he is fully recovered. He made an amazing recovery the very next day. Wow. Very, if you don't mind me asking, uh, what's your son's, uh, what's, what's his age and, and what's his name? My son's name is Carter, and he's four. Okay, so four-year-old Carter. Um, so, so what happened? How, how did you, like, explain to me what happened, if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. Um, so we were on vacation in Sycamus, BC. We go there every year to the same condo, and it's on the ground-level floor. And just outside our front door is a community pool. It doesn't have any, like, access code, nothing like that. It's not supervised. It's just a basic pool latch door. And I guess the pool latch was not closed properly by whoever was there last. And like I said, it's not supervised. So he can't reach the latch because the door wasn't closed. He was able to get through there. My husband and I were, um, my husband was napping in the condo and I was just using the washroom and getting dinner out of the oven. And I noticed that he wasn't like in the condo anymore. And only like maybe three max minutes had passed since I last heard him singing in Canto in the living room fire. (laughs) So um, I obviously noticed he was missing. I informed my husband and we both kind of, you know, divide and conquer, split up. He ran towards the parking lot, which is just outside our front door because he thought maybe he ran to the street, which is valid. And I ran up to the pool deck. And when I got up to the pool deck, um, I saw Carter face down at the bottom of the pool in the deep end. So I jumped in, dived in, grabbed him, lifted him over my head onto the pool deck, got out myself, um, just did all the basic checks that they teach you, saw that he had no pulse, he wasn't breathing, his pupils were fixed, meaning they weren't dilated or dilating. So I immediately began CPR in the way of chest compressions. I only had to do one round, which is 30. After 30, he ended up puking up the water and his stomach contents. And then from there, we had obviously had some bystanders call 911 while I was uh, resuscitating him. And then because Sycamore is such a small town, it took about 20, 25 minutes for the ambulance to arrive. Yeah. So during that time, he was obviously breathing and his heart was beating again, but he wasn't talking. His eyes were closed. Um, I guess unresponsive would be the best way to put it. But he was making noises and he was breathing. So we just had to sit there. A very long um, oh, 20 minutes. I can imagine. Waiting for the ambulance. Yeah, it was obviously a very traumatic event for the family. Um, my daughter was also present for a big chunk of it. Yeah. So, yeah, and then he got in the ambulance, and miraculously they checked his lungs, and they were completely clear. 
There was no water, nothing in them at all. Wow. The chest x-ray came up clear as well that they did in the ambulance. But just to be safe, he ended up getting airlifted to Kamloops, the next kind of big city nearby, because they're the only hospital that has a pediatric unit. Yeah. And then, yeah, he stayed in the hospital overnight for observation. He didn't end up, like, opening his eyes and talking or anything until, like, late, late that night, like midnight. Yeah. And then he stayed overnight, and the next morning, he woke up and was completely himself. <laughs> he was singing Five Little Monkeys on the Bed. Oh, my gosh. Um, he was counting. He was talking up a storm. He was asking us, you know, where he was and what was going on, and... You wouldn't have known anything happened. He was completely himself. Uh, Abby, like my heart is going a thousand miles a minute right now. I can't even imagine what you and your family were going through with little Carter. I mean, and and he's okay now. That's amazing. He is completely, yeah, like I said, the next day was completely himself. He had no idea <laughs> anything had happened. He was the happiest child. We were much more um, affected by yeah. it than he was. Emotionally, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so much so that you decided to reach out to us to 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 because uh, because basic life saving CPR it, it's not hard to learn, is it, Abby? No, it was a very honestly easy course. Um, mine was obviously the healthcare provider level for nursing school, but I've also learned CPR a decade ago. Just a lot of people urge you to learn it, anyways, as sure, you should. Sure. And it's yeah, it's a very easy, quick course. Anyone can do it. I think like ages eight and up are able to physically perform CPR and it's, it's just very simple and it's such a basic vital thing that not just parents should know, but everyone should know because if someone else had found him, we'd be in the same scenario where if they didn't know CPR and the ambulance is 20 minutes out, obviously the outcome could have been much worse. No kidding. And, and do you think, yeah. Abby, do you think, Abby, like, um, uh, you know, when you were in, in the middle of it and you had just taken Carter out of the pool and you kind of automatically went into, like, you know, the, the, the kind of life-saving mode and, you know, started the compressions and that type of thing, do you think that was directly connected with the course? Like the fact that you were able to stay cool and kind of focus on that, you know? Absolutely, because, yeah, like I said, it was two weeks beforehand, so it was yeah. fresh. Yeah. In my brain, and in this course, the first thing they teach you is obviously to stay calm and do the check the vitals, check the pulse, and then decide from there what needs to happen. And obviously, him being my son, <laughs> it hits different than if it was a stranger. Sure. And it was harder to keep composure, obviously. Yeah. But I was almost in more of a obviously hurry because again, it's my kid. Yeah, my yeah. Baby. Uh, no, I get so, it. I get it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was very gosh. grateful that it was. It was fresh in my brain because you have to retake that course every year. Yeah. If you're a healthcare provider, so I'm, I was glad it was fresh, new, and I knew what I was doing. Thankfully. Yeah. Because we honestly, obviously, all parents do it. <laughs> we keep going back to what ifs. Yeah. And the number one what if we have is, what if I didn't know CPR, and what would have happened if we pulled him out of the pool and didn't know what to do from there. Yeah. Because we needed to get the water out of his lungs right away. Of course. He wasn't breathing. Of course. So extremely scary, traumatic, all the things. Um, but also just grateful. It's a good story yeah. in that way. Yeah. <laughs> traumatic it's, story with a happy outcome. Yeah, it's a good takeaway, right? Like, uh, it's, it's, uh, I hate to say it, but it's a good lesson learned for the rest of us. You know what I mean? The importance about this, yeah. right? Yeah. That's definitely where Whew. we're at. We're trying to spread the story around. Um, Parents especially, but like I said, just everyone. It's so easy, it's so important, and it will literally save your child or someone else's child's life.
in the worst scenarios. Abby, I'm so happy that it was a happy ending with uh, with little Carter and uh, for you and your husband and, of course, your daughter and Carter. I wish you all the best and and uh, thank you for coming forward, you know. Thank you for coming forward. It takes a lot of courage to share a story like this. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me, honestly. Like like we said, it's an important story. So even if it's hard to discuss, it's, a, it's an important story to discuss. That's Abby Fitzsimmons, uh, a Calgary mother, uh, a nursing student at Mount Royal University, um, performed CPR, as you heard, on four-year-old Carter just a few weeks ago. Uh, he was at the bottom of the pool. She pulled him out, performed CPR. He, he coughed up and, and, and vomited up all the liquid that uh, was inside of him and his stomach. And, and he was okay. Woke up the next morning like nothing happened. Wow. It's it that's 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 such a happy ending.